peace peace what is up what is up peace to all my brujas how y'all doing out there it's your girl jenny b here on the data bruja social i know i'm hella late i said i was gonna be on at 10 10 nigga it's 10 28 but we in this motherfucker though we here we right here and um yeah today is monday march 12th 2018 before i even get started being that it is Monday, March 12th, 2018, it is my king's birthday. So I want to send a very, very special I love you, happy birthday, baby, to my love, Aaron, who is upstairs right now watching Billions, which is a great show. Definitely. I love watching shows about white men and money and how they just run the world, you know, because they do. They run the world. So why not watch some shows about it? You know, maybe you understand how they do it a little better. Maybe you can get you a little slice of that pie. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to my baby, Aaron. It's his birthday. And um, he's getting better with time, like a fine pomegranate wine. Okay? So, tonight, we're going to get into this transracial shit. And it's going to get deep. And I got a lot to say. I got, I mean, I wrote it down in my book. Okay? Y'all hear the page of sermon. Hear that? I wrote it down in my book, honey. Because we got to talk about this here. We got to get into this shit. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Dada Ruha Social. Peace. We'll be right back with more on tonight's topic, transracial in America. Is this really a thing now? Call in. Let me know what you think. Do you believe in the transracial movement? Is this really a thing? Is it only okay when black people do it? Holla at me. Hit me in my DMs on Instagram at Jenny Beat. Call in here on Anchor. Let me know how you feel. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. Yo, we are back. Thanks for joining me. Peace to all my brujas, my kings and queens, my gods and goddesses, witches and warlocks, wizards and fairies, and everything in between. It's your girl, Jenny B, here on the Dada Bruja Social. And if you're listening to us on Anchor, you just heard two tracks. You heard that Blackalicious, that Blackalicious. Don't you just love saying that, Blackalicious? I could, I think I could say that for the rest of my life every day and I'll be fine, you know? Um, make you feel that way. Yeah, it make you feel that way. Uh, make you feel that way. You like that, I know. Um... So yeah, that's definitely like a really fitting track. And I asked my king before I even recorded the intro, I was like, give me a track. You know, it's your birthday. Give me a give me a birthday track. And he that's what he picked because he's fucking awesome. Just awesome. But yes, so. Then you heard that Mulatu, Ethiopian jazz musician. I love that song. I, I don't know how to pronounce any of it. But I love it <laughs> as far as the title. And I see like Yegele, Yegele by Mulatu Atske, something like that. Either way, he's fantastic. Google him, save it on your on your phone, like brilliant music. And you've, you're going to recognize all of it. You heard it. And it's African. You wouldn't even know that. But those horns, baby. Indeed. That's why they call me Jenny B. I love music. So let's get into this shit. Transracial in America. Is this a thing now? This is a thing now? Really? Because I was scrolling through my timeline the other day and I came across this Netflix documentary trailer 
with Rachel Dolezal. She's sitting there, staring out the window in that deep sister queen gaze. And she's sitting there reflecting on life with her micro braids and her edges so effortlessly laid because they are non-existent. And talking about how hard it is being transracial in America and explaining to her black son that she has to fight for this right because if she don't, who will? And I got to think it. <laughs> yes, I laugh at my own jokes, but I got to think it. Is this bitch serious? This is a thing now? This transracial shit? Like, a whole two years later, she's still talking about this shit. I think we first heard about Rachel Dolezal. Let me refer to my notes. I want to say the summer of 2015 when she um, was ousted, outed, um, revealed, exposed brutally by her parents who are from Montana. And they're definitely white. And when I say white, I mean white bread white. Okay. I mean check. They're check. You don't get no whiter than check. Okay. And they came out and said, this bitch ain't black, she white. We are parents. So when that happened, we was like, oh, shit, right? It was this, all these jokes. People started looking at me funny, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> look, the Tragic Mulattoes had a bad run with this bitch, okay? We thought we were done. And then she just pops back up on a motherfucker with a Netflix special. So you mean to tell me Monique can't even get... A Netflix special. But this bitch got a Netflix special. Stay tuned. We're going to get into Rachel Dolezal. Yes. Queen Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> the woman that sparked this conversation tonight. We're going we gonna to unpack this transracial shit. Stay tuned. Rachel Dolezal. Okay, first of all. She's commonly known as Rachel Dolezal, but her chosen name is Nikeshi Amare Diallo. Nikeshi Amare Diallo. I don't know where she got that from. Um, I need to look it up because I'm pretty sure it has deep meaning because when a transracial white woman decides to be black and choose an African name, you know that shit means something, right? It's not just, you know, she ain't just come up with that shit out of ass. She ain't just like, fuck it, I'ma be Nefertiti. You know what I'm saying? I'ma be Oshun. <laughs> she she really thought about this shit. So I gotta look that up, I must admit. But man, she's deep. Now, she was exposed by her parents as a fraud and passing for black and had to actually step down as president of the Spokane chapter of the NAACP in Spokane, Washington, where she actually um, also defended reports that she put in of racial discrimination on a previous campus. Now, I must admit, I have not you know, read this woman's entire life because I just refuse to, but I feel like I know enough and, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but the woman is definitely white and she's not of African descent in totality or even in a portion that would be enough for her to be able to 
correctly identify as African-American or black or whatever. And don't even get me started on those words. Those are all created words and race is a social construct. Anyway, we know this, right? Race is a social construct created by who? The powers that be. Yes. Thank you very much. And it's all to control us and keep us divided. Speaking of divided, that is the name of her documentary. It's called The Rachel Divide on Netflix. It's it's airing next month. And I'm going to go ahead and read her author's bio just so we can have a better understanding of what we're dealing with and how far she was able to go within the community. Rachel Dolezal holds a Master of Fine Arts from Howard University. Now we know Howard is a historically black college, HBCU. Her scholarly research focus is the intersection of race, gender, and class in the contemporary black diaspora with a specific emphasis on black women and visual culture. Wow. She is a licensed intercultural competency and diversity trainer dedicated to racial and social justice activism. She has worked as an instructor at North Idaho College and Eastern Washington University, where she also served as advisor for the school's black student unions. She was advisor. Oh, okay. As well as Whitworth University and has guest lectured at Spokane Community College, University of Idaho, Gangaza University, and Washington State University. Dolezal began her activism in Mississippi, where she advocated for equal rights and partnered with community developers, tutoring grade school children in black history and art, and pioneering African, pioneering African American history courses at predominantly white university, at a predominantly white university. She is the former director of education at the Human Where is this here? I'm so sorry you guys. She is the she is the former director of education at the Human Rights Education Institute in Idaho and has served as a consultant for human rights education and inclusivity in regional public schools. She recently led the Office of Police um, Ombudsman Commission to promote police accountability and justice in law enforcement in Spokane, Washington, and was the president of the Spokane chapter of the NAACP. She is the devoted mother of three sons, three black sons that they didn't mention, but that's fine. So all of that, this woman has done all of that. And I mean, it's a, it's an amazing resume. She, she, she's done more for the black community than I have. I can't even front lie or lie. This woman, she's, I mean, she's a bad sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I had to, you know, too soon. Okay. Yeah. So she's, I mean, she is, she a bad sister. You know what I'm saying? She doing a thing out here for the people, you know, but is she really though? Because she sets up in places like Idaho and Spokane, Washington, and you know, all of these very, very white places that she can pass as black 
Because if she go around black people with that wig and that fake baked tan or bronzer spray, whatever the fuck that lotion is, she ain't going to make it, boo. We would have saw right through that shit like we did immediately when the pictures came out. And yo, before, I mean, come on. Like, we didn't even have to doubt it. Yeah, of course she's white. We can tell with those blue eyes. And and don't, I know, I know black people got blue eyes. Don't even go there. I know that. But I'm just saying. She got freckles, G. Come on now. Well, I actually know a black woman with freckles. But I'm just saying. See, and that's where it gets sticky, right? And that's how she knew how to slide through. I have a personal, I'm personally offended as a, as a, a fair-skinned black woman, I'm personally offended that this woman could do all of that impersonating me. It's bothersome. Now, my question is, transracial in America, did she have to imitate us to help us? Couldn't she have done all of that as a white woman? As Rachel Dolezal with that thin blonde hair that hangs so lifelessly to her shoulders and those weird freckle patches on her face. <laughs> I'm so rude. Damn, I mean. Um, couldn't she have done it as, as that girl, as Rachel from Montana? Why did she have to put on a wig to be us? Like, why, why do you feel the need to connect to us so deeply? That's the question. So then I looked a little deeper, and I found out that Rachel Dolezal wrote a book, okay? She wrote a book explaining why she is the way she is. Now, being born to two white evangelical parents, she wrote a book called In Full Color, Finding My Place in a Black and White World. And she, in this book, she revealed that her evangelical parents who were missionaries um, adopted black children and one from Haiti directly and they she felt a deep connection to them and this is how she figured out she was black she felt this way since she was five years old similar to how our transsexual um, souls out here bless them feels that they were born a different a different sex than they than they were given than they were chosen to be you know it's very deep the the psyche of the mind and um with all this education that she has you would think that she would get some sort of mental education to understand why she feels the need to dress as a black woman. Now, I understand maybe you feel connected to the culture. And that's different. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Um, stay tuned. You're listening to the Dada Ruha Social. <clears throat> and now, here is Jenny Bate reading excerpts of Rachel Dolezal's in full color, finding my place in a black and white world. Chapter one, delivered by Jesus. 
After getting married, my parents bought 23 acres of land just west of Troy, Montana, on the side of a mountain, with a view of the Kootenai River meandering through the valley below. While they were clearing the land and building the house I grew up in, they lived in a teepee made from wooden poles. Larry had fashioned from trees. He felled and canvassed, and Ruthann had stitched with an 1870s treadle sewing machine. Whether they were still living in it or in a house under construction at the time of my birth remains to be a topic of debate in my family, but either way, my childhood environment was very nearly the definition of rustic. As a part of their Christian fundamentalism, Larry and Ruthann were young earth creationists, a group that believes that the earth and all living things on it were created by God. Were oh, oh I couldn't even hold it. <laughs> were created by God over a six day period between six thousand and ten thousand years ago. That dinosaurs were among the creatures on Noah's Ark and that all of us are descended from Adam and Eve. Larry and Ruthann also believe that since Adam and Eve didn't have an obstetrician or midwife, that they didn't need one either. Well, that's true. Just as he done with my brother, Josh, who was born two years before I was, Larry took it upon himself to deliver me on November 12, 1977, Without any medical personnel or assistance on hand, as a result, Ruthann almost died from ex excess hemorrhaging. On my birth certificate, Jesus Christ is listed as the attendant to my birth. That's some heavy shit, okay? Now, Jesus Christ is listed as the attendant to her birth. Do you understand, like, what she was dealing with, okay? She doesn't even call her parents mom and dad. She calls them Larry and Ruthann. So I just wanted to give y'all a little snippet of that, okay? Chapter 2. As a little girl, my pale skin, my skin was pale, my hair was blonde, and my face was full of freckles. While I may have looked like Laura Ingalls Wilder, <laughs> that's actually very funny, <laughs> That's not how I felt. I loved drawing pictures of myself when I was young, and whenever it came time to shade in the skin, I usually picked a brown crayon rather than a peach one. Peach simply didn't resonate with me. I felt like brown suited me better and was prettier. I could see that my skin was light, but my perception of myself was limited to what my eyes could take in. The way I saw myself was instinctual, coming from someplace deep inside of me. Living in the mountains of northwest Montana, we were about as far away from black America as you can get and still be in the United States. The population of the nearest town, Troy, was approximately 3,000, and approximately 3,000 of those people were white. <laughs> Damn, she's kind of funny. We didn't have a television in our house when I was growing up, so I couldn't familiarize myself with black culture that way. I didn't even know Good Times, Sanford and Son, or the Jeffersons existed until I went to college. I no longer have all the portraits I've made of myself 
during my childhood. I'm that's convenient. But in one <laughs> that I managed to hold on to, I drew myself as a brown-skinned girl with black curly braids. Um, yeah. So, I think we know where this is going. I'm going to stop here. And this woman truly believes in her psyche, in her mind, that she's black. Okay. Um, she speaks also in the first chapter about Bible curses and the curse of Ham and how that was, um, that Bible verse in particular, that lesson of the Bible has, was used, you know, to perpetuate slavery and justify slavery, etc., etc. And it's just so deep how she took the position of the oppressed with being a white girl in an evangelical home, learning the Bible front to back. Cause that's how they do it. They learn that motherfucker front to back. She took the position of the oppressed. Do you know how deep that is? That's some deep shit. That's some shit you can't explain. And that's what I want us to kind of understand. I'm pretty sure that's how transsexual people feel. Um, or anyone that just feels different from the norm. It's something that they can't explain. Do we give her a pass? No, because she's not black. (laughs) I mean, I don't give a fuck about what you feel you are. You are not what you feel you are. I'm sorry. You can have any opinion of yourself you want, but at the end of the day, my love, you're from the mountains of Montana. And, um, yeah, that's just the facts. So, and that's, you know, that's how I feel about anything else that wants to use the title trans. I, I love you still as a beautiful soul, but I can't support. You're not going to force me to support your psychological view of yourself. Why, whether that's okay or not. Yes. It's fine for you to feel the way you are, be who you want to be. But you are not going to, in turn, force me to believe it because you believe it. That's like religion, which is the basis of her issues in the first place. I Look, I'm just, look, I'm putting my hands up. I Look, I'm done. I, I don't know what else to say. I think I pretty much can drop the motherfucking mic on that one. Okay. You're not going to force me to believe it. I'm sorry. So, no, Rachel Dolezal does not get no motherfucking pass as transracial in America. Not in my view. Now, you call me. Let me know what's up. Do she get a pass? Are are we we handing these passes out? Because my whole life as an actual black woman with fair skin and curly hair, I've been, my, my pass has gotten revoked so many times. I, it was very difficult for me to earn my pass. And um, and I am actually black. Like, my father is from black. Is black from black. Lord have mercy. Now I sound like her. My father is black. My mother's side is black. They're mulatto. We're a bunch of mixed up people. But I am surely of African descent. And I still had to prove myself <laughs> to my own people. Who I love so motherfucking much. In my Sam Jackson voice. I love you motherfuckers. Okay. 
Now, she could never say motherfucker like that. She probably can. I can't wait for this documentary to come out. I gotta see this shit. This bitch got micro braids. She's sitting there. She's hustling like, I just wish she would let it go. Man, you just, some things you said was hurtful. Like, your own son is saying some shit you said was hurtful and you still don't get it, bro. Come on, G. The books must have stopped selling. Somebody go buy this lady book. Just so you can stop ruining her children's life like that. Because this shit is not cool, okay? It's really not cool. It's child abuse. It is definitely child abuse. Nah, she really a black woman. Let's see Let's see if the, the authorities get involved saying that she's, you know, mentally abusing her children with her ideology and try to take them from her. No, nah, they ain't going to do that either. Nope, because you white. <laughs> I got to write that one down. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's too late for this shit. But let me tell you. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. So back to the culture, right? So we were talking about how it's different between feeling being a white woman and feeling a connection to the culture. Right. And without appropriating it, just understanding it, respecting it, valuing it, understanding how it shaped American culture in its entirety. I mean, American culture is black culture. It's African-American culture. Right. So that's different, for example. So I was like, okay, she says she's transracial. Right. We got into that deep psyche shit. Right. We're trying to understand where she's coming from. Right. What about other people? Are there other people out there who feel that they are transracial? And then I got to dig in on that. And I said, okay, so let me search this. Transracial people in America. And of course, transracial celebrities pop up. Transracial celebrities who refuse to identify with race on our lovely BET.com. Black Star Entertainment always coming through for a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, BET didn't got a lot more black lately. Shout out to BET. Um, I'd love to be down. <laughs> Let's talk. You call my people. I call your people, you know. So there's this whole list of celebrities who have made statements that are transracial-ish, right? And I mean, <laughs> this shit is pretty hilarious. Um, Let's see. Here's the article. So the media firestorm over Rachel Dolezal this time last year, the white woman who passed. Now, this was written when? June 6, 2016. So last summer. Well, well, what is this? 2018? Fuck. The summer before last. Oh, summer 16. Oh, yeah. Summer 16 was cracking. I forgot. Okay. So back to the story at hand. The media firestorm over Rachel Dolezal this time last year, the white woman who passed herself off as black for nearly a decade was epic. The story raised questions of whether people can be transracial or adopt a race that they weren't born into. Dolezal case was by far the most extreme, but there have been a number of celebs before her who have made bold assertions about their race, from Jessica Simpson claiming she is Native American to Keisha Cole's by curiousness. Here are a few stars who have made us pause with their racial identity. Jessica Simpson. Okay, so Jessica Simpson... Um got into a heap of trouble it says in 2009 when she called her ex tony romo an indian giver simpson snapped back at the words should not be considered offensive because she herself is native american a weak argument anyway but 
made even more ridiculous when her people had to release a statement saying she is only one sixteenth Native American. A bit of a stretch. Okay, so she's one sixteenth Native American, and she's saying the natives natives can't be upset about her using the term Indian giver in a public space because she's one sixteenth Native American. Bullshit, bitch. You're blonde. You're Jessica Simpson. Like you're from Texas. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Then we got Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods may be one of the most famous black athletes in the world, but his ethnic makeup goes way beyond black and white. The legendary golfer said back in the nineties that he was Cablanasian, Native American, Thai, white, and black, telling Oprah that questions about his race have followed him his whole life. It does bother me. He now this is quotes. It does bother me growing up. I came up with this name. I'm Cablin Asian. Tiger, we we clearly know you got your black card handed back to your partner, okay? In a, in one of the worst ways. You definitely know you're black now, okay? And then Corinne Stephens, the legendary superhead, which I, you know, I have a special love for her. I must say, I'll have to speak about her later, but Corinne is just girl snaps to her you get your money honey um so corinne stephens the caribbean video vixen made waves in 2013 when she distanced herself from the black community by saying that as an islander she doesn't share in african-american history or culture i don't have slavery in my family she said i don't have african-american struggles i just don't now i don't see that there's nothing wrong with saying that you know um and that just comes with learning knowledge of self. You know what I mean? At, at one point, us as black people, we will fully learn our history and stop campaigning for slavery like it's a goddamn badge of honor. Okay, because I don't really feel like I have slavery in my family. I don't know. I know my people's go, the, as far as I know of my lineage, my people's go back to like Louisiana, Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure there's some slaves somewhere down in there. But my grandmother taught me on my mother's side about Plasage in New Orleans and um creole and the laportes on her side and she showed me pictures of these beautiful paintings rather of these beautiful people my people with silky hair and furs um dark or you know this a darker complected definitely not white you know wide nose wide lips with jewelry and pearls and everything and they were that's what i come from i you know i have to look into that further she said they weren't slaves I mean, what, 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 who am I to argue with somebody if they know their history, right? And so this is deep. Raven Simone, maybe the most highly publicized instance of racial confusion before Dolezal broke into the scene, came from Raven Simone. Speaking to Oprah Winfrey, the former Disney star stated that she doesn't want to be labeled gay before extending, I'm not African American, I'm American. Raven also says she is from every continent in Africa except one. Okay, girl, okay. Now, yeah, she was reaching. You know, and the list goes on and on. Zoe Saldana, we know, you know, we know she confused. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, he's English, German, Scottish, Irish, and his adopted father is black. And Diesel has maintained that he considers himself definitely a person of color. You know, it's just like, who are we to tell these people? Tina Marie. Now, we all know Tina Marie Black, like... It is no debate that Tina Marie is black. Her soul is black. When you make a song called Deja Vu, something that touches the spirit inside of me so deeply. And, you know, Tina Marie kind of remind me of my mama in a deep way. It's just deep. You know what I'm saying? Like Tina Marie black. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Tina Marie black. So whatever. <laughs> you know, but that's just the way it be. It's like we know Tina Marie not black. So we just as crazy as Rachel Dolezal. We are just as crazy as her. We have the same transracial 
identity situations going on in our everyday life and we don't even fucking realize it when it comes to our entertainment so is that when we give it the pass when when they're entertaining us when these people are entertaining us maybe because music and entertainment and arts touch the soul in a different way from Rachel Dolezal being the in the, the NAACP president of the Spokane chapter like what is it the Spokane chapter in NAACP president what the fuck ever okay I'm sorry, I still can't support an organization that still has the acronym colored people in their in their name. Like, can we move on? Can we rename this? Can we have a big party and move on from colored people? Thank you very much. So can we move on from colored people and people of color? Because I get where Zoe Saldana is coming from with that. It's like, what the fuck she said? It. She's like, I don't believe that the term people of color should exist, like, or something like that. She said, it's like, I agree. Like, ew. I'm a fucking native, okay? I'm I'm American and I'm black and I'm a native and I'm all that shit, okay? Damn sure ain't no people of color. I damn sure ain't no minority. Oh, I hate that motherfucking word, minority. Don't call me no minority because I'm the majority on this planet. So why would you ever call me a minority? No. I'm probably the majority here on this fucking, in this fucking country. Y'all just, y'all the ones that count the numbers. So how are we supposed to know? We ain't counting the numbers. Fuck out of here. See, I, that's when I go on them rants, y'all. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta pull me back. <laughs> so, I think we pretty much summed this up. It's relative. Oh, look at Jenny coming back to Switzerland. Right? That's kind of where our president wants us to get people from. Didn't he say something about? No, he said Sweden. See, see, I'm getting those white people confused. You know, they all look the same, but whatever. I'm just joking. Anyway, I'm bringing it back to Swiss because I say that it's relative if I feel like Rachel Dolezal you know do you boo boo you're not black I won't ever say you're black but if you want to raise black sons and advocate for black people and wear your motherfucking kinky twist then you know what girl you wear your kinky twist girl you wear your kinky twist and god damn it just like our sister in comedy Tiffany Haddish, who is now a white woman. You know what? I'm a native. I'm from this land. I am Native American, and that's what I'm checking. The next census come around, motherfuckers. I'm native, and they're going to throw a party for me because it ain't many of us, okay? We out here, though. We out cheer. And I know my my um tribe, and when I find it for sure, 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 I'm going to let y'all know. But I'm native now. Now what? Transracial in this motherfucker. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Transracial. I'm native. Do something. Say something. Shit. I'm finna go put some feathers on my head. And fuck with me. Nah. And and I wish a native would try to come for me. Come for me. Because you can't tell me your existence is any worse than mine in this country. Okay? Remember, we're people of color. It's the Dada Bruja Social. Peace. It is 12, 12, perfect time to end this episode. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Dada Bruja Social this evening. Topic being difficult conversation series. Transracial in America. Is this a thing now? Are we doing this? No, yes, no, or nah? Well, 
I think we fleshed it out. I think everybody got a lot of things to think about. Look, I just put it out there. I'm not here to make any decisions for anybody. My opinions are mine alone. With that being said, again, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Follow me on Instagram at Jenny.Beat, B-E-A-T, like you beat your kids. Um, And I know everybody's like, what is that? It's just my thing. Deal with it, okay? And then follow the sisterhood on Instagram at Dada Sisterhood for all the witchy things, inspirational quotes, beautiful memes, etc., etc. Join us, sisters, sisters only, on the Facebook group. Well, join us in the Facebook group um, at the Dada Bruja Sisterhood, okay? And we'll go into detail about things there, and we talk about sister stuff and women's stuff and everything in between. It's fantastic. You'll love it. And, um, yeah, let's keep these open-minded conversations going. You know, the Dada Bruja Social is simply that. It's a social. It's a place to gather and discuss and have difficult conversations and discuss ideal ideals and different points of view and meetings of the minds, etc. I really want this to be an open space for people to just come and speak freely, um, regardless of judgment, and with no worry of judgment, rather. I'm getting tired, y'all. Y'all know how I get when I get sleepy. I start rambling and stuff. So let me wrap this up. But the Dada Bruja Social is really to show that witches and black women and women of color um, I'm struggling with these with these terms that I'm being forced to use, but you know it's the society-driven lingo. You have to kind of use it for people to understand what you're trying to say. But melanated women, etc. It's important for people to understand that we have a point of view, we have something to say, that we're not just all the same, that we're not just all three or four types that you see in mainstream media. Um, Black women, we're having our moment, and it's time that we speak. And so the Dada Bruja Social is to show you that we're not just going to be talking about casting spells and, you know, worshiping the moon. We have shit to say about real shit that's going on. And this transracial shit may seem like this little funny thing, and yeah, it is funny, but it is serious. And I think it's really something that we're going to see a lot further going, a lot more going further into the future. Um... You know, I always say this, but I have this kind of Kanye rant mind thing going on where I'm like, I think 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. I really do think I imagine it. I dream it up. I see it. Um, And what is that going to look like in reality? And this transracial shit is just like the setup. You know what I mean? It's like the, the underplay for the overlay. So remember that and stay woke. And until next time, you're listening to the Dada Bruja Social, and I'm out. Peace. Hey, Jenny. It's your girl, Shawnee J from the Back With The Facts podcast. This was a crazy-ass episode. Like, you really had me weak, okay? But as far as this whole transracial thing being a thing, I say no, absolutely not. She does not get to call herself black without actually going through, you know, the struggles that we face on the daily as black women. And you mean to tell me, me as a light-skinned black woman, I have to defend that? And she gets to just sit up here and be like, I'm black? No, I don't think so. 
it's one thing to appreciate the culture and feel like you identify with it, but it's a whole other thing to, you know, appropriate and be disrespectful and make a mockery out of it. I appreciate everything that she does for, like, our equality, but she can just be her white-ass self and do that. She can just use her white privilege for good without doing all this extra bullshit and not signing out on that note.